In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Thursday in the second week of Advent. Today being the ninth day of December 2021. We together beg that the Spirit of God will come dwell among us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Fear not, God will help you. Fear not, God will help you. The first reading is taken from the book of Isaiah chapter 41 from verse 13 to verse 20. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 11 from verse 11 to verse 15. Today God tells us in the prophecy of Isaiah as given in the first reading today, Fear not. For I will help you. So says the Lord God of hosts. And he repeatedly say that. Fear not. I will help you. Fear not. Jacob. Fear not. My children. For I will not forsake you. I will not abandon you. I will make that which is impossible. To happen. For your salvation. To take place. I will cause water to flow. In the valley. I will cause the desert. To flourish with water, with springs, clean water. I will make sure that everywhere that you have suffered aridity, that you have suffered dryness, that you have suffered incapacitation, I will visit and I will cause that part of you, that aspect of your life, to begin to team with life and to begin to flourish again. Friends in Christ Jesus, this is a message of hope. God reassuring us that he is not done with us yet. Though the road may be tough, he will not forsake us. And for that very purpose, we shouldn't be afraid. Don't be afraid of your troubles. Don't be afraid of your problems. Don't be afraid of your challenges. Don't be afraid of the wickedness of men. Don't be afraid of the evil of your time and generation. Don't be afraid of what the government is not able to do all the harm that the bad policies have brought you know upon the citizens of the world don't be afraid of what um the, the crisis in religion the religious um, bodies are today don't be afraid because of what the powers of this world are doing under any guise God is with you. He will help you. He will save you. He will redeem you. He will provide for you. He will defend you. He will wipe your tears. He will answer your prayers. And he will give you reason to celebrate again. This message of not being afraid follows even in the gospel of today. Firstly, Jesus spoke so well of John the Baptist arguing that of all men born of women, there is none that is greater than John. Yes, because of all the prophets, 
John was the only one who heralded the coming of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. And he did eventually presented him to the world because God gave him that rare privilege and honor of being the last prophet to show Jesus to the world, the Redeemer, the Savior, the hope and the help that the people of Israel have been waiting for for so long a time. And so Jesus said, there is none born of a woman that is greater than John the Baptist because John is the one who introduced the new era of God's mercy, God's salvation, and total redemption to the universe. Again, Jesus added, yet in the kingdom of God, John the Baptist is the least. Why? Because even though John introduced Jesus the Savior to the world, he was not opportune or privileged to experience and receive in the hands of Jesus baptism. He was not baptized by Jesus himself. He rather baptized Jesus. And as Jesus would say, he demanded that of him to fulfill the law. So John didn't experience the baptism of Jesus Christ. And that made all baptized by Christ in the kingdom of God yet greater than John, despite all of his greatness. What do we learn from this? That no matter how privileged, no matter how exalted, no matter how honored and um, you know, or empowered may be, whether in the church or outside the church, we must always remember our need of God, his mercy, his redemption, his forgiveness. No matter how holy you are, you must always recognize the fact that your holiness only comes from God. And humble yourself every day before God to ask for pardon and forgiveness, for cleansing, for constant reactivation, renewal of your baptismal vows and your baptismal strength and your baptismal blessing and the cleansing that comes with holy baptism. Again, Jesus added that the kingdom of God suffered violence and only the violent take it by force. Yes, in serving God as the members of the kingdom of God, remember, Jesus said that the kingdom of God is already here with us. The kingdom of God was some instituted and um, commissioned in this world by the coming of Jesus Christ. But the fullness of this kingdom is yet to be manifested. That will happen at the end of time. Nevertheless, in the course of our living in this world, as a people of the kingdom of God, we are always faced by challenges and difficulties. There is a war between virtue and vice, between light and darkness, between godliness and ungodliness, between righteousness and unrighteousness, between justice and injustice, between oppressors and the oppressed. And the children of God have to stand their ground and battle fearlessly, especially in the course of this ritual battle, knowing that victory is certain in Christ, they should rely always on the help of God, who has promised in the first reading today, saying, fear not, I will help you. There are indeed battles all around us. But these battles are not meant to invoke fear in us, are not meant to get us discouraged, are not meant to get us despair. It rather should get us more resolute in doing the will of God. That is what Christ meant when he talked about only the violent will take the kingdom of God by force.
The violence Christ is referring to here is not physical, it's not um, economical, it is more spiritual. It has to do more with the resolve to be virtuous, to follow Christ, no matter what the cost will be. And when you follow Christ totally with a heart that is only dedicated to God, you become victorious in that battle. Therefore, taking up the kingdom of God by violence, by your resolute quest never to bend to the demands of the flesh, to the prejudice of the world, but to remain firm in your faith commitment to God. I pray for you today, and I pray for all of us, that the grace of God will strengthen us, especially in the face of challenges that may come our way as we grow through life, that we may remain resolute, never giving up in our quest to do the will of God, but remaining constantly committed to God, we may come to see Him face to face at the end of time, and that when the battle becomes so tough, that His help will be handy for us to salvage us through Christ our Lord. Amen. Dear child of God, today is the last day of the beginning, nine day beginning of the month, intensive prayers and novena. Please, even if you have not been following King to you today, present your intentions to God. The God of all impossibilities will visit you and he will give you that which you ask of him in faith and cause you to rejoice again. For he tells us again and again, fear not, I am with you to help you. I am with you to deliver you. I am with you to heal you. I am with you to prosper the works of your hand. I am with you to cause that project you started to be brought to fulfillment and uh, accomplishment. I am with you to bless you with children. I am with you to f wipe away your tears, to fight your battles, and grant your prayer requests. And may he who has made this promise fulfill it in your life. In the name of God the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.